This sports social podcast is brought to you by BetVictor, where live streams, smart stats, and in-play betting can help you make your best bet yet. 18 plus, begambleaware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. Yes, this is the Blue Day podcast, and for Chelsea fans everywhere, every day is a Blue Day. I am your host, the creator, the man with a face for podcasting, Keith Lawrence, and this week joining me are two passionate Chelsea supporters flying that blue flag with pride in the wonderful country of the Netherlands. They represent the Dutch Blues official supporters club. Here is Jorrit Jan Meyer and Philippe van der Schubop. Welcome, gentlemen. I'm sorry if I said those names horribly wrong. But how the intro was great. The intro was great. I loved it. But the name is really difficult to pronounce. So uh, it's not a problem. It's not your fault. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. Thank you. No, that's absolutely fine. Um, great to have you on the show, gents. I just want to obviously talk about the supporters group in general uh, as well. But we'll sort of talk about... For the first thing I want to sort of talk to you guys about is obviously talk about Chelsea of today. And obviously talk about the new ownership of Todd Bowley replacing Roman as the new owner. Just wanted to get your general thoughts on that to to start off with. Okay. Um, You can start first, Jorgit, if you want. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. Um, Firstly, uh, it was nice to see uh, Bowley uh, on the ground and uh, with the fans taking the pictures and uh, just taking the time. And uh, see, see him already in London. That's great. I was was uh, thinking maybe he's staying longer in America, and we don't see him for quite a few times. But uh, he came along, and uh, that's great to see. And uh, finally, we got those uh, stupid rules removed. Like uh, not going to the messages was, was really hard. Yes, yes, I totally agree. The sanctions, of course, were really bad for Chelsea, and it couldn't go. Um, yeah, it couldn't continue for this for a long time because you have you have all those all the things that you earn go directly to the, to the government and you have all those costs, the salaries and everything. So it was also really a difficult and stressful period. And uh, it's quite impressive that that Chelsea still managed to get results on the pitch. I think because it was really an uncertain uh, certain situation. And um, yeah, I'm really happy that it uh, that it uh, that it uh, that in the end we we found a solution. That the club found a solution, and it's difficult to say what uh, what the new owner will bring to the club. 
in the future. But the first impression is quite good. What Joe says that he's already he's been at, he's been at the stadium a few times. He looks like, even though he's very rich, he looks like quite a simple guy, how he's dressed up and with the people. So it's also really important that he can unite with the fans that he understands. But he understands the fans, you know, and the first impression is uh, is quite good, I think. Yeah. Now, let's start off by talking about the supporters group. How did the Dutch Blues start and how did the concept of this supporters group come about? Well, it started um, in uh, August uh, 2020. Um, it was launched uh, before on the website of Chelsea, but um, the founder, Maxwell Stein, uh, couldn't f- find a way to uh, find the supporters. But it was just really hard to find spots in the Netherlands when you don't know uh, where they are watching football. They are mostly back then, they were all watching at home, not, not at a group, at a pub. So we needed to find them. And then uh, I came along and I found uh, the sports club on the Chelsea website. And um, me and Maxwell started from August 2020 together. And uh, until now, uh, we have found uh, the supporters uh, by uh, promotions on Instagram and getting a WhatsApp group. And uh, we, this season, we finally watched some uh, matches together in uh, Stamford Bridge. So, um, yeah, it's really cool. It's really great. Yes, and the group nowadays is really, uh, Jorrit created also a group on WhatsApp and a lot of people in that group. And the group is now so big that uh, that often it even happens that people go to the match at the same moment. And it's already a few months ago. I was in the airplane and I was texting in the group and I was a guy, only two seats in front of me of the same group. And then you meet new people and that's, that's really great. And that's in the end what Jorrit wants to achieve with the group, that you can unite Chelsea fans, you have meetings. And um, yeah, that's a wonderful thing, of course. That's, that's, pre- that's pretty special of all places yeah, to yeah. sort of speak to yes. somebody about Chelsea. So it's yeah. it's on yeah. a plane and you're going to the same place. That's, yes. That's and, that's, that's, and that's not the first time that happened because uh, for Flip it was uh, happening in the airplane. But I found like maybe 10 new members in the airplane uh, going to the meshes. And yeah. <laughs> made, yeah. them, made them member by... Uh, in in the airplane, so that's really crazy. Yeah. Like one, one guy I met who uh, was sitting next to me and was also just from from the Netherlands, and uh, I made him a member during the flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah. That's that's not bad. As, as long as they bought you some duty frees as a thank you, surely that should be uh, <laughs> not nice. I, yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah, I was got. Asking this to a couple of other supporters groups as well, gents. Why Chelsea? What is it about Chelsea that appealed to you in regards to liking the club? Because obviously in Holland, there's some some fantastic clubs as well. But why Chelsea? The the thing is, um, yeah, who, 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 should I talk first or you, Jorrit? No, it's good to flip. Okay, okay. No, it's fine. Um... No, for me, it, it, it was always, I was raised as a kid by the stories of English football from my father. When he was a young guy, he always went with uh, yeah, a good friend of him. He always went to, to English football in the past. When he was a young child, that friend brought him and other friends to, to England. And he was already a Chelsea fan in the 70s when Chelsea was... Uh, that was really funny because 
it's also special because in the Netherlands, Chelsea wasn't famous at all. He was with a Chelsea scarf going around and people were asking, what is that football club? You know, you cannot even imagine that nowadays because Chelsea is that big. And my father always told these stories when I was young. And uh, even though we have a good competition in the Netherlands with attractive football, the Premier League is something else. If you see the pace and the physical the battles and the whole atmosphere, and it's a, it's a different world, you know? And um, yeah, when I was starting to, based on the stories of my father, I started to get interested in the, in the Premier League. I was watching football those days and it became more and more a Chelsea fan because in the Netherlands, we don't have a, a proper football club with blue shirts. You know, it was always my favorite color and I saw that team and it was a beautiful team, you know, and it was always, um, yeah, the really winning mentality, you know, the, the physical uh, in the team, the, the mentality. It was something different that, than I've ever seen in the Netherlands, you know? So um, I, I went in love uh, with Chelsea. And then uh, it was, I think it was in the early 2000s that it happened. I still remember also the day that Abramovich took over, that we were really a little bit scared what would happen with the club, you know? Because there was, this was something new in the modern football. It was like the first, you know? And um, and then 10 years later, I went to, to Chelsea for the first time with my father and my brother. And uh, we went to Wigan Athletic in the, in the match that they, they could win the league, you know, and they won it by 8-0. So it was an incredible experience. And after that, uh, yeah, the, the, the love uh, for Chelsea even got bigger and bigger and bigger. And yeah, the most special memory was in uh, 2012 in Munich. I went there with two friends and it was crazy and one of the best nights uh, in my life. Uh, yeah, I can. It's difficult to tell it in a short story, you know. But uh, yeah, basically, I felt just in love with the competition and with those blue shirts and those players, you know, those players around. Yeah. And uh, for me, it was like uh, my friends were all, uh, all friends of uh, Liverpool or of Arsenal, and we were just starting to watch uh, some Premier League games. And I just didn't like those clubs uh, because they were only fan of because of their coach played there or. Ryan Babel, um, and I, I found them really uh, stupid players. So I, uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. They couldn't play good football, and Chelsea were just like playing good defensive football. And I, I was thinking, like, hey, this is the club that I want to support. Uh, I uh, and also, also the blue uh, t-shirts, and uh, yeah, I also really love the color blue. So that's why. Uh, I became a member. I just uh, I became fan. I just I fell in love with the club from the moment I started watching them. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's the same. Yes, yes. And it's something you don't see in the Netherlands, you know. It's the, it's some it's a different style also. Yeah. In the Netherlands, we always like it has to be attractive. It has to be yeah. beautiful, you know. And we yeah. other Chelsea fans, we also felt in love because it was something else, you know. The defensive yeah. organization, throwing bodies on the line. Mm -hmm. All fighting until the end, and what happened in Munich was the perfect example. Yeah. That mentality, and it, it's beautiful. And I think many Chelsea fans also that I know found something of themselves in that club. When I when I was a player, I was also like that, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Safe. Yeah. Safe. Yeah. And uh, what's uh, what's different about the Netherlands maybe is that every time I'm saying that I'm a Chelsea fan. I need to explain for five minutes why I'm a Chelsea fan, and afterwards they they just don't don't want to acknowledge that I'm a Chelsea fan. They just don't understand. They just want to see attractive football and don't don't understand why 
I was in love with Mourinho's style of playing or with Conte. Why I wanted to see that? They just they just found me stupid. That's yeah, what it is. It's true. Yes, it, it changed during the years because nowadays Chelsea is much more bigger, and you see that group with all those Dutch fans. It does. It, it, it changed, but I remember when it was in 2004 or five when Chelsea played those semi-finals against Liverpool. And I was in a pub and everyone was supporting Liverpool. There were, there were like 20 guys supporting Liverpool and I was the only Chelsea fan. And they were really like, oh. how could you support Chelsea? And it oh. always has been like this, but it changed during the years. Because nowadays, Chelsea is more acknowledged as a big team. Many young people grow up by seeing Chelsea as a big team. And nowadays, it changed a little bit, you know. But in those years, oh. it was even worse. It was even worse, yeah. And do you get a lot of criticism or a lot of feedback from other supporters when you say that you support Chelsea? Well, uh, why on earth, you know, you've got yeah. this team, you've got this team, yeah. why that team? Do you get a lot of issues yeah, yeah. that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was like working uh, in the supermarket uh, of my uh, hometown and uh, I was speaking to a friend of mine about Chelsea Ajax and uh, it was afterwards that uh, a crazy 4-4 and uh um, oh, we're going to talk about that game later yeah yes. <laughs> yeah it was crazy and uh, i was being like uh, shouted out by uh, by customers <laughs> in the supermarket who, who came to me like why the fuck are you chelsea fan and fuck off uh, yeah they were like saying loads of uh swear words it was really 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 crazy uh, yeah but um, there are still many there are still people that don't understand it for Really, also because the Netherlands, in the Netherlands, especially Arsenal, was always quite popular because mm. they had like a Bergkamp and Overmars. Overmars yeah. yeah, so they many people uh, yeah, are still uh, wondering huh, how can you support Chelsea? I don't hear that often. But what I say, what I said, it, it it has been changed during the years. You know, uh, 50 years ago it was it was uh, much different, and nowadays it's still strange for me to see after a football game of Chelsea. I see comments on the internet and many people are quite positive about Chelsea nowadays, you know. But 50 years ago, everyone was hating, especially uh, in the Netherlands. Yeah. Only there, negative comments, you know. There's like an article uh, when you uh, search uh, Chelsea on the uh, internet in uh, the Netherlands on Google. There's an article about how can you be a Chelsea fan. And it's like an Arsenal fan, I don't know, but he is like, saying loads of crazy things about us and uh, saying that we are we're crazy and talking. Uh, it's like a five minutes long read uh, about how crazy we are as a Chelsea fan in the Netherlands. And, but this uh, makes it even more beautiful. I don't know how it is for you guys, but for me, it's even more beautiful, the hate and everything. It makes it uh, even more beautiful, you know? Uh, I love uh, that. I love it. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want people that sympathize with Chelsea all the time, you know? I love it when they hate, when they hate Chelsea. It makes it even more, yeah, fun, you know? So, I don't mind. Yeah. Now, you briefly mentioned the Chelsea game against Ajax in the Champions League. It was a couple of seasons ago. It was under Frank as, as the coach. Mm-hmm. What are your memories of that one? Did you guys go to that one at all? Did you go to the... the away one where we won I believe it was 1-0 thanks to I think it was Bashway. That's away, yes. That's right. Did you guys sort of go to both of those games or what are your memories of those encounters against Ajax? 
Well, yeah, it was crazy because at home, uh, I was like uh, watching it at home and I was in my own as the Chelsea part and it was like my parents and my sister and uh, back, uh, my nephew back then, they uh, were all Ajax supporters. So I was like in my own sitting in a corner, almost crying about being at 4-1 and just couldn't believe it. And then when they scored 4-4, I was like throwing my scarf away and it almost went on uh, fire. <laughs> because I was throwing it into the candles and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really crazy. A crazy game. I, I will never forget it. Never. Yeah. It and really also, crazy. Yeah. and also after the game, everybody was speaking to me like uh, that it was the fault of the referee, and I was just keep saying that uh, no, it was good, and the referee did the right thing. But everybody just everybody talked to me like, why uh, why do you support the referee? <laughs> they just couldn't understand. Yeah, there were some crazy decisions, but uh, technically maybe he was right. But it was something that we, that we've never seen before. What happened? I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for me it was a little bit um, strange also because I just hoped that both Chelsea and Ajax went through to the to the next round. And um, my father is a big big Ajax fan, and mm-hmm. my brother is also a big Chelsea fan and an Ajax fan. So um, my brother now lives in London, by the way. He goes uh, many matches, uh, matches away and at home. It's, it's really nice to see. And um, But he's also a big Ajax fan. Those, those, during those matches, I was also a little bit like, okay, if it's a draw and they both go through, it's fine for me, you know? And uh, when, when Ajax was up with 4-1, I was also really disappointed and angry. But in a certain moment, when that referee gave two red cards, I was also like, okay, when it's 4-4, it's fine. Because there's also still also some some compassion. You know, Ajax was playing a good game and and they got two red cards and I thought, okay, if it's 4-4 in the end, it's fine by me, you know? So I didn't enjoy it so much, to be honest. I enjoyed more when I really want Chelsea to win. In this case, I I thought, okay, Chelsea is the most important thing for me. I want them to go through, but um, I also want Ajax to go through, so if, if a draw is the best result and they go, both go through, it's fine for me. And Chelsea could have won it as well, because yeah. I remember, well, I was at the game, and yeah. I can't remember whose score it was, it was Aspilicueta. Yeah. It, yeah. it was ruled out for offside, and I remember the, the whole ground was going oh. nuts, and then it was a late call with a flag, yeah. and yeah, yeah that, that would have been one of the most... Oh, it was hands. Comebacks. I, yeah. It was hands. It was... Uh, on his hand the ball but mm. I I don't know but I was back then I was thinking like no it was a wrong decision but mm. it was the time that when you make hands the attack is uh, not counting that's right and oh, yeah, it's crazy it's a crazy decision because it wasn't like he had he had the had, had the ball really much on his hand it was like really close and I'm not sure, but I had the feeling that it was like some compensation for the, the decision of the referee, you know, two red cards and everything. And I thought uh, yeah. if there was a little possibility to cancel the goal, to disallow it, they will they will use that opportunity to to make it a little bit better, you know? So, yeah. And it was a big win to beat them at the Amsterdam Arena as well, because not many people were tipping Chelsea to win that game either. They were, the Ajax looked as if they were favourites because of Frank with his inexperienced as a coach and with these young players like Tammy and Reese yeah. and Mason yeah. to go there and win yeah that was that was a that was a big deal yeah true I remember it yes yeah I was really really good those days and uh yeah Chelsea wasn't that solid you know and 
yeah, it's impressive to win uh, in Amsterdam. And they had a certain Hakim Ziyech playing for Ajax as well, which we yeah. may come on to later, maybe, some, somebody who divides opinion. Um, <laughs> Chelsea have had a lot of top Dutch players in, throughout their history. Who would you say has been the best player for Chelsea to come from the Netherlands? I've got the list, but I wanted to get your thoughts on it first. Wow. Well, <laughs> think about that. <laughs> <laughs> it, was really, uh, it wasn't Bogarde, to be <laughs> Winston Bogarde. Oh, Winston well. Bogarde. He, he cashed out really well, you know. <laughs> he got... So, Melchiel was... Uh, I quite liked him. And Boularus was... Uh, I wasn't that impressive. He was crazy. But number nine on the... On the shirt, yes, you remember? Yes. yes. And uh, there was Iron Robin, of course, and Fulit. Uh, uh, he also won the FA Cup with Chelsea. Iron uh, uh, Robin was really uh, talented, you know, but also quite often injured. But great player. Yeah, because of the uh, FA Cup, I think Ruth uh, good it. You really mentioned something for us, getting that uh, FA Cup. I wasn't bad there around that time, but I watched it back and. I think that Ruud Gullit was uh, the biggest player, uh, Dutch player to ever play for us. Hasselbank was also good. Yeah, yeah. Hasselbank also. Hasselbank, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of goals. Fantastic striker. Also, I'm wondering who, who you have on the list because maybe you forgot some names. Ed de Gouy was also a quite Ed good Hoy, goalkeeper. Yes. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's got a goalkeeping school in Holland as well. Um, he's, he's, he's doing all right for himself. You've got uh, a guy called Ken Munkow who played for Chelsea in the ah, yes. late yeah. 80s, early 90s. Yes. Iron Robin, you've mentioned. Nathan Aki. Ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot <Yeah>. him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Carly Villarouz, Winston Bogard, you've just mentioned. He, he made a fortune out of doing nothing. Uh, Mario Melchior and Hasselbeck. So there has been Marco van Ginkel as well. Ah, yes. Yeah. Played for yeah. such a talented player, but it was just a shame. Injuries and... He really had a lot of injuries on his knees, yes. Yeah. Difficult to achieve the level again. Yeah. Yeah. I believe he's I believe he's back playing Dutch football. Is he easier to hear PSV now? Yes, Marco? yes. PSV, yeah, 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 yeah. He is really unfortunate. A lot of injuries on his knees, so... Yeah, it's difficult to come back, you know, uh, with knees and injuries. Michael Eschen was was always one of my favorite players, you know, but before and after that injury on his knee, he was a different player, in my opinion. Yeah, and, yeah. But before he was so impressive, he was was one of my uh, yeah my favorite players on midfield. I liked Ramirez also really much. He was also yeah. really good. People, uh, lots of people forget about him, but he was back then. He was a really great player. Yeah really important in the Champions League campaign to win. Yeah. And one more Dutch player I did have that I, I did have me on my list. I just wanted to double check. Budavijn Zenden. Ah, yes. yes. Ah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he also played for Liverpool in the end. No? Well, we try not to remember that here. <laughs> <laughs> because of that, he is not really a Chelsea... Uh, yeah, nothing no, like... Not we, a Chelsea legend, you know? <laughs> no, no, no. But we try to remember the good times when he was yeah, 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 rather yeah, than true. Yeah, <laughs> playing for that horrible lot up north. But Yeah, exactly. I want to talk about the supporters group in, in general now. And what is it like on a typical match day... When Chelsea are playing, what's it like for you guys? Do you guys meet up at a pub? Do you guys sort of watch it on the on, in, together at a house? What generally would happen for you guys on, on a match day for Chelsea? 
Well, because we are quite a new group, uh, we are still developing uh, to get a group at every match. Uh, but uh, we are not like in one city. Then lots of uh, Sparta clubs, you see that they are like from Moscow or yeah, from Atlanta or another city. And they can go watch a game really easy with each other. And we got like uh, Dutch Bulls, the whole of the Netherlands. So um, not everybody is uh, not everybody is easy to get uh, to go to a pub to watch a game, and uh, so what we are typically doing is um, everybody is on WhatsApp and we chat a lot with each other. On a match day, we got like more than two thousand uh, chats, and um, for big games like uh, Champions League games or against Liverpool, or Manchester City. We have meetings in uh, Utrecht. It's like the center of the Netherlands. And uh, for those who uh, want to go, uh, we uh, get tickets uh, to the uh, Chelsea games. And um, we go together then. And yeah. next next year will be crazy because lots of people want to go. And um, now we finally can because of COVID. That's also one thing why we haven't had that many meetings. We couldn't. Um, because of the rules, uh, it wasn't allowed, and it was al- it wasn't allowed for a really long time. So that's why uh, we don't have that really often. Yeah, totally true. What uh, Jovet is saying, I think there will be nice plans for in the future, but uh, it was difficult during COVID. And uh, yeah, it's nice that you can meet that uh, at Utrecht. Uh, it's 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 not so far. I and mean, in the end, in the end, Netherlands is not so big. So if you go to Utrecht for everyone, it's uh, it's fine going there. And, uh, yeah, there will be some nice plans in the future. We want to visit matches together, and uh, would be also great for to to uh, to visit an, an away match. But uh, as you know, it's quite difficult to get tickets. Oh, and, don't uh, get me started. We we can have a, <laughs> a two-hour conversation on the yeah. away tickets for supporters. Difficult. Yes. This is this is the first year for me in 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 in, in like twenty years of being a Chelsea fan. For the first time this year, I was able to go to an away match in England because of my brother has friends there with season tickets. And this is the reason because, but when you are just a member and you want to wait in that queue for an away ticket, it's like five minutes and everything is sold out. Yeah, yeah we've had a lot of issues with other supporters have spoken to us on the podcast and they've said, you know, 10 o'clock is the t- UK time is the time for the away tickets. Five minutes later, sold out. You're like, yeah, yeah. There, there is a lot of issues. We are hopeful that Chelsea may sort of change that a little bit in terms of the away supporters, but there is unfortunately some issues that yeah. Chelsea fans have had, especially with this season being this first year since COVID, really, as well. So that yeah. I think has probably played a part. But in terms of the group as well, what's the ambition for the group? You, you know, you guys have said it, it's, it's, it's a new supporters group, it's quite fresh. What's the overall ambition for it? Well, um, at the beginning, we were like thinking, well, maybe we get 50 members uh, or 60. Uh, but it was going crazy. It was really everybody who, uh, we could find on Instagram or on the internet. Uh, I found Flip also maybe by a DM. How did I find you? Do you know? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, on social media or something. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, our, our ambition was like to get uh, maybe 300 members, but now we got 560. So uh, the next goal is 1,000. I don't know 
how how long it would take, but uh, our goals we already uh, reached to get the group to get the group to watch get matches along to help people find some new friend you know some new Chelsea friends in the Netherlands because lots of times I get like people like thanking me uh, for the group that that I'm doing all those work. Uh, and um, they're thanking me because they watched it always on their own and they hadn't got uh, any friends uh, who, who were Chelsea supporters in the Netherlands now they have like a big group with loads of Chelsea fans and that's like the most important thing and we, I don't have like a big goal to get m- many more members or to do this or to do that but just uh, providing a sustainable group that's the real goal yeah yeah, I agree. It's not for me. It's not uh, um, that I have a big ambition or goal. But the, the two, the, the most beautiful things uh, are to unite people. Exactly what Joe is saying that they can uh, meet other Chelsea fans, talk about the passion. And another beautiful thing is for me is to because I know I got the experience now going to Chelsea. You can I give advices where you can you book an hotel. And, and it's really nice when I meet people who still have to go for the first time that I can help them. And, 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 and yeah, it's lovely to see, you know, to give them advices and everything. And, and uh, you know, you have those football agencies in the Netherlands that provide uh, uh, traveling. And it's really, really experienced, really um, expensive. expensive. Sorry, expensive, expensive. And uh, this is also because many people don't know how to do it, you know. You go there and, and where can I get a ticket and everything is difficult and uh, this is really a nice way that you can help uh yeah that you can help people out and uh to, to, to. Yeah. it's also beautiful to see when people still have to go for the first time and they're really dreaming about that first time to chelsea that you can give those advices it's really nice to see because i remember myself when i was like that you know yeah. Yeah. and this great thing uh, with the sports club uh, when you get uh, like 25 members you could get tickets uh, through Chelsea before the sale. So um, you got like direct contact with them. So everybody of the Supports Club can get tickets uh, easily nowadays. Before it was really crazy and hard to get Chelsea tickets because they were really uh, sold out really, really quickly. And uh, for a Dutch party to have loads of loyalty points, um, it's not that not 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 that easy, because yeah, we need to travel uh, to the UK, and that costs a lot. So we can't go uh, many times in a season like uh, the UK sports can. So that's that's really good about sports club that we can get tickets really easy uh, at Chelsea. So it's like a level playing field. So you're not sort of immediately having to chase after, as you say, Mm -hmm. loyalty points to try and get tickets. Or if you do get the opportunity to get cup semi-final or cup final tickets, you're not sort of right down at the bottom of the echelon because, oh, you've only got a certain amount of loyalty points. So, yeah, that is is pretty good. And it's good that Chelsea are doing that for supporters groups around the world because, as you say, you you know for you guys to get a plane ticket then get accommodation then to get the match ticket on top jesus christ i mean it's a lot of things to sort out you know yeah yeah it's a, it's a lot and, and and if you 
in a certain moment you let you know a little bit where to go and a hotel that you come back often and now i'm lucky because my brother's living in london so i can sleep at this place and now it's, it's really easy but if, if it's new for you it's a lot of to it's a lot to to arrange you know to find out about yeah now in terms of chelsea football club itself what you've mentioned briefly about the contact you've had in terms of tickets what other contact sort of do you get from the club is it sort of do you sometimes get on a, on a yearly basis like certain merchandise that maybe sort of comes out? Do you sort of get any sort of perks, as, as they say, yeah. for being part of these official supporters group? Yeah, um, me, um, I'm invited uh, to meetings uh, in Stafford Bridge uh, like twice a year um, to uh, speak with other supporters clubs and uh, people from the board of Chelsea. I don't know. I, I haven't been there before, but I got the invitation, but I couldn't come there because of COVID. And um, we also get loads of merchandise. Uh, this year, it couldn't come because of the uh, sanctions. So that was really, really fucked up. Uh, because, like, Plus, I was like, make horrible shirts, so I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Like no, terrible <laughs> no, 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 it was like a signed shirt. Uh, we should, should have uh, got uh, a signed shirt and signed right. merchandise, and that's like the things you get as sports club. And now, next year, because we have now 500 members, we get more, uh, we get like uh, two packs instead of one. So, that's that's pretty great. That's superb. Yeah, that is. And when we get thousand members, uh, also uh, legends come to us. You see that uh, in America, they got like uh, the, the there's the, the sports clubs are all united, so they got like more than thousand members, more than two thousand members. So they they get legends to come to America, and we want to uh, have that also in the Netherlands. But then we need to get one thousand members. So that's like the real goal now. And uh, I really hope that the, that the shirt will be, you were talking about that, that the shirt will be <laughs> more beautiful next year, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because, you know, I was co- I'm was i collecting those shirts and I have those shirts with the Champions League badge on it in 2012, you know? And the World Cup was really uh, really nice to win it also for the first time in club yes, history yes. because now Chelsea's won it all. And uh, I, I, you, I really want to buy that shirt, you know, with that World, World Cup badge on it. But I really hope that the shirt is, uh, is not so ugly as this year. <laughs> My opinion, I did like it. Uh, no, no. no, for me, bring back Adidas. That would be my uh, yeah. sort of uh, little advice. But Well, I like Nike, but uh, I like it when it's just blue. Just get the home shirt back to just blue. We had yeah, that like in... crazy detail, details in it. You yeah. know? That's unnecessary, but you see it all around the world. And yeah. if it's a Chelsea shirt, it's not even that bad because you see, you see even shirts in countries. In other countries where they even, uh, yeah, do strange things with, with the club colors and everything. It's even Barcelona. Worse, no? Barca. Barca's yeah. crazy, crazy, crazy shirt. Yeah, and also in Italy and it's all around the world, you know. It's getting worse and worse. Yeah. Now, if anybody's interested in joining the Dutch Blues, how do they go about it? So if there's anybody listening to this show that is from Holland that has probably if they even living under a rock so they've never heard of you guys but if they wanted to join dutch blues mm-hmm. how would they go about it well they just can send us a, a direct message on uh, the instagram of uh, us uh, we've got like instagram dutch blues it's really nice to follow also from people who are not from the netherlands it's a cool instagram page 
<laughs> it's my own show. <laughs> <laughs> Free plug. That's fine. That's, that's what the podcast is for. Free plug. That's okay. <laughs> so if if they send me a message, I will uh, will uh, chat them back, and uh, they become can become member really easy. It's free. I'm doing this all for free. So uh, yeah, that's really cool. It's for the passion, not for the money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Too right. Finally, gents, what sort of asked? I asked this to the carefree Louisiana boys as well when I had them on the show a few few months ago. What does Chelsea Football Club mean to you? And find sort of the last question on that. What are your predictions for the forthcoming season? Who do you think will come in? Who do you think will go? Where do you think Chelsea might end up? in the league interesting question uh it, it depends of course a lot uh on the on the transfer window so after that we can we can say much more about it but for me the the, the biggest problem is the um, if we talk about problems uh offensively chelsea's missing something and uh chelsea dropped a lot of points against quite now uh, you, you can't speak about weak opponents because all teams in premier league have a good level but against lower teams that are lower in the league table, uh, Chelsea dropped too much points, you know, and it's 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 difficult to find that space to have a player up front who can do something special. Is is uh, is a little bit of a problem. Lukaku has been disappointing, and uh, Timo Werner. Yeah, the, the the problem with him is that he's kind, he's a little bit blind, you know, he's just running, running, and he's not seeing so much. And uh, so offensively, Chelsea needs something. If you want to compete for the league title, they're really missing something up front, I think. But organization-wise, it's it's quite good, even though there's been some weeks, months that, that Chelsea all of a sudden conceded many goals because that wasn't happen, uh, happening uh, in general with Tuchel. But uh, all of a sudden, he conceded four goals, for example, against Brentford. That was quite strange. But uh, the goalkeeper is good. The defensive organization is good. The midfield, so it's a difficult team to play against. They're always in top level matches. They always, uh, they always uh, uh, achieve a, a really high level. Also, those games against Liverpool, and but the key is to win to beat those teams that are lower in the league table that defend really well. To have something up front, we can do something special. Good striker, but I'm confident. I'm I'm confident about the future because I think with this owner, um, Chelsea got a good uh, new owner now. It's totally different uh, compared to when Abramovich came in because he had to to close that gap with the top level teams in the league to spend a lot to get che- to get Chelsea, you know, uh, to get, to make Chelsea a big club. There, there was needed a lot of money, but nowadays Chelsea is a big club and it's one of the biggest clubs in England in the world. So it's fine. It's just finding that. Uh, to continue with what Chelsea is doing, and I hope so, and I hope that they do a little bit better on the transfer market because mm-hmm. they had, they spend also a lot of lot of money on um, on poor players, you know. So that that that's that to be that's to be better, and it's always nice to see young players coming up. That has been better in the in the last uh, in the last years, you know. Some young players came through, but in uh, in ten years ago, that wasn't happening at all. So that's also quite a nice uh, development. Yeah. Uh, I predict uh, in, in this moment, based on this team, I don't think they, w- they will compete for the league title. I think it will be a little bit the same season, you know. So it depends a lot on the transfer market. They need some offensive quality to, to, to compete for that league title, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I would. I would just saying like um, we need something also defensively. Um, Marcus Alonso isn't good enough on the left, um, and we got Chilwell, but if he gets an injury again, we got the same problem, and that's really not was really not that good this season to have Alonso there. So we need somebody else who can play left wing back and right wing back, and we need of course two centre backs with it. And um, what's great about Bowley is what he's saying. Like, I want to do, uh, I want to buy players not just um, on their quality, like, but also players who just fit the system. And that's really what was missing the last years with buying loads of players like Morata, or Lukaku, especially with the strikers. They were just weren't fit, fitting the system. They were scoring goals uh, for their club in their in their country. But they wouldn't score them for Chelsea because they couldn't fit the system. So we need, like, yeah, we need a striker who finally can score on uh, on the two goal. So that that would be good. And yeah, just what Chelsea means for us. Um, what I see in the in the group and what I, I see for myself, um, yeah, it's just a way of life. And uh, we have chosen to be a Chelsea supporter. And um, and it's also a bit hard to be a Chelsea supporter in the Netherlands, uh, just like we said before. Um, so, yeah, we're just enjoying every moment, everything that we win. And everything, every time we win, we will, they will say to us that we are a success supporter. So, yeah, it's, it really means much for us. And uh, Yeah, I didn't, uh, I also, I, I forgot to, to, uh, to answer that question. It's nice uh, that you that you reminded me of it. <laughs> I didn't answer that question too. Uh, you were too, no. passionate. <laughs> you were too yeah, passionate. Yeah, I know, but it's the, 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 the I don't know the, the excitement, but also the nerves sometimes that you have. Sometimes you hate it, you know, those finals yeah. that Chelsea played in Munich, but also that match against Barcelona in 2012. Yeah, there were yeah, a lot yeah. of moments that I thought this is not good for my heart. I don't want this anymore, you know. But <laughs> yeah. it's also a great feeling, you know, when when you yeah. win that match in the end, the excitement and all the tension that goes away. It's a beautiful yeah. feeling, you know. It's like almost like a drug when when yeah. you watch it and you feel so nervous. All those nerves, you know. It's yes, it's, uh, yes. It's, it's great. It's a great feeling. We are really lucky that Chelsea is always competing and even in the most in in really bad seasons, you know. And uh, when I'm Talking again about that season in 2012, they finished sixth in the league ta- in the league table, but still you were able to do that. And even in even it's, that's so strange and beautiful about Chelsea that even seasons that were really going bad, you know, a, a, a manager that was sent away, and in the end they were always able yeah. to to play a final and, and to still to win something. And that's beautiful, you know. This Chelsea yeah. is never a boring season. It's never, never, it's never been boring during all those years. No. I remember that season with Jose Mourinho that we were like, what were we, uh, 17 to 18 uh, in the middle of the season? It was really bad. And yeah. like all my friends were like shouting me out and, uh, ah, Chelsea's bad. And now, will you support them? Will you support them now? Now they are winning nothing. And that's really special by Chelsea. Like the one season we are like really big and we win everything, like Champions League or we win the competition. And the next season we are like really shit. <laughs> I hope I hope that that we will we will get some years uh, behind each other that we win it all and become like the next city and that's also what I see for the future. It's, it's now uh, 
it's now hard to uh, to come to have the competition with City, but I think that they will fall apart in the coming years, and also with Liverpool, and then it will be, be our time to uh, get it all again. We finally have got a manager that I really I'm really positive about him on the long term. You know, we were looking for that, and there were and and, and it brought us a lot of su- success when the manager came in during the season. You know, with FM Grant, uh, Di Matteo. Uh, Guus Hiddink, you know, they, they, they did always, they did always uh, quite well during the season, you know, you've got an interim manager, but it was all always to finish that season, you know, and next year there was someone else. And now this time, Tuchel came in during the season, but he's still there, you know, it was not just for a, a short solution, you know, I, I really think that we've got a good manager on the long term. And that's, that's really, a, it's a humble guy. It's a, it's really, uh, I really think that he, he suits Chelsea so well with his mentality and everything. And yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really glad that we got there too. Yeah. Well, let's hope the season sort of pans out quite well. I know this summer's going to be a very busy one for incomings and outgoings. I think there'll be a lot of players leaving that perhaps need to go, and we'll see which players come in. But Gents, thank you very much for joining the Blue Day podcast. I've thoroughly enjoyed speaking to you guys about Chelsea and what it means to you and seeing, based on the conversations we've just had for the last hour, your passion for Chelsea and the fact that your passion and your loyalty to the club is no different to somebody who goes every single week. And I think that's important and I think that's good for supporters groups to have that voice whereby people know that you guys are not just there because of since 2003 you guys are there because you've been supporters of the club for decades so that's that's pretty special but hopefully next season one or both of you or even some of your other members we can meet up at the pensioner have a couple of drinks and enjoy watching Chelsea spank Man United, maybe. We'll, we it would be, <laughs> <That laughs> be great. It would be lovely, yeah, to see. You. <laughs> we'll see this again because Ten Hag will be the manager, so many people will be. <laughs> How can you enjoy that after what he's done for that, for Ajax? How can you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get big, but it will be great. Yeah. It's always great. I will never have compassion for Manchester United. You know, for me, it's fine if they continue yeah. like this. For the rest of my life, I will never have compassion for that club. So I remember that game them, against. It's lovely. I remember that game against Mourinho when we were beating him with 4-0 against Man United back when he That's became right, the yes, first four, year. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. So <laughs> yeah. We're really looking forward to that. Yeah, well, we, 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 we shall see. But gents, thank you very much for coming on to yeah. the show. All the best. And thank yeah, you, we, we, we'll definitely meet thank up you. at the bridge yeah. for next season. Would be, we'll be great. See you then. Podcast Network.